for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Alyssa Trahead, how's it going today? Good, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm sorry, that Y tripped me up, and I'm just like, I know how to pronounce this. So, but <laughs> excited to have you on, excited to chat a little bit. I know we've been trying to make this work for a little little while now, and uh, glad to finally get you on. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, first off, uh, you're so you're originally from Rochester, New York, but now you're based out of Nashville. Uh, for everybody that's just kind of getting to meet you, what was it like uh, growing up in uh, Rochester? Yeah, so growing up in Rochester was great. I'll always consider it my hometown. I actually grew up in a really, really tiny town within Rochester called mm. East Rochester. It's like a square mile town, really tiny water tower, train tracks, mm. you know, all the small town things. And, you know, it was really fun growing up in a small town. Um, Rochester has a lot of incredible like music and art and things like that, but I was kind of like an outsider because I do country music and mm -hmm. there's not that much of it up there. So, um, I just always felt like I was kind of the weird one. Um, and you know, I got to Nashville and it was like, wow, there's, there's more people like me. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, since you you're a country singer and you said that it where you grew up there wasn't much country music who kind of introduced you to country music so i remember when i was a kid watching tv and listening to the radio and a lot of the people that stood out to me were women in country music specifically shania twain faith hill um, the Dixie Chicks, Carrie Underwood, Taylor Swift, Miranda Lambert. I just remember being so drawn to them. It's hard to believe that Taylor Swift is starting to become a, or starting to be recognized as like a vet, vet, vet in the game. Because I remember when I was in like my junior year of high school, and she was just starting to come onto the scene as like a solo acoustic country and all the, that's all the girls listen to and all that stuff. And now here we are fast forward 20 years later and it's like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I remember where I was the first time I heard Taylor Swift on the radio for the first time. And it was like, wow. It was yeah. like, I am a fan. I was a super fan right away, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a, obviously I'm not her target demographic, so I can't relate to her music like that, but I just knew, I know like just work. Cause I grew, I worked at a bowling alley and there was a lot of country music lovers that would come in and anytime that it came on the radio, it was like, Oh, crank that up. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, that's cool. Uh, so you grew up in a little town in Rochester. At what point did you kind of start to realize that, singing was something that you wanted to pursue or playing music in general was a outlet for you? 
So I was kind of always drawn to music. There's even home videos of me as a little baby, like dancing to music on a piano and stuff. Um, you know, I'm from a somewhat musical family. My dad was in a band before I was born and he played guitar around the house. Like every night when I was growing up, my brother also played guitar and my sister, my mom also played a little bit like piano and flute. And I was just kind of surrounded by it. And I was very drawn to dance when I was a kid. I was a dancer for 14 years. And even when I was a tiny little kid, I had no idea what I was doing. I was writing songs in my head. I would come up with like these little melodies and lyrics and I didn't know what I was doing or trying to do anything. I just thought everybody did that. And eventually I realized that not everyone does that. And I was writing songs. And so anytime I would watch TV, listen to the radio, and I would, you know, see my favorite country artists talking, they would all talk about guitar and how they wrote on guitar. And I was like, mm -hmm. I got to learn guitar. So I asked my dad to teach me how to play guitar so I could put chords to my lyrics and my melodies. And he taught me a few chords and it was just like everything snowballed after that. I wrote so many songs. There was one summer that I literally wrote a song every single day. Um, and I was just so drawn to it. I loved it so much. And then eventually on these, you know, TV programs they used to have about like Taylor Swift and mm. Shania Twain and how they got started in country music. They all mentioned this magical place called Nashville. So I was like, I got to get to Nashville. Where is this place? How do I get there? Yeah. And one summer I asked my parents if we could go to Nashville on our family vacation. And they said, yes. So we came to Nashville and I was a teenager. I think I was like 15 and I just, I loved it so much. I felt this overwhelming, just sense of belonging as soon as I stepped foot in town and I did some open mics. I got to do like the bluebird and the Commodore grill and fun things like that. And I just loved it so much. And then after that, I always had in my mind, I was like, I'm going to move there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do, I'm going to live there. And so I started recording my original stuff at studios around town and also started doing it myself. Um, eventually I started playing shows around town. I had some incredible people in the local music scene that really like took me under their wing and helped me get started. And any venue that would have me, I would play. I yes. even played some bars before I was 18. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it was so fun. It was what I love to do. And then I was kind of afraid to really pursue it until after high school. I guess I was just, I was so shy as a kid. So it was kind of like, you know, I was just scared to do it. But um, I really hit the ground running after high school. I went to college for music recording and then finally made the move to Nashville in 2016 and been here doing the thing ever since. Gotcha. So you started recording music before you moved to Nashville, correct? I, I just kind of want to clarify. Okay. Uh, but did you start releasing it at that point or did you uh were you release also releasing it and at that point yeah yeah i released it um before i moved to nashville too yeah. i actually put out a few projects when i was a teenager mm -hmm. and then i came to nashville and uh i grew a lot i guess you could say and i ended up like kind of re I guess you could say rebranding my stuff a little bit. And I, I decided to take my old stuff down because okay, it just, wasn't, it just wasn't a, a good representation of me anymore, but I do still have that stuff for um, my fan club and stuff like that. But yeah, I've been releasing stuff since I was like 14, 15. 
fair enough. Because I was sitting here listening to you talk, and I was like, wait a minute, this math isn't checking out. Let me let me <laughs> let me double back on that. Um, although math was never a subject of mine, you know. <laughs> same. <laughs> Why I'm in music. Yeah. <laughs> although uh, math kind of the same, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So how have you been like in uh, Nashville? You've been there seven and a half years or so. Is uh, yeah. Obviously, over the last seven and a half years, it's grown a lot. I know I haven't been there in almost three or in over three years. And just what everybody tells me in that time, it's like. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like the amount of people that are moving here every day, the amount of buildings that are going up every day, the amount of traffic there yeah. is. Like it's it's growing very, very fast, which is, you know, good and bad. There's positives and negatives to everything, but I love it here so much. It's just where I fit in. It's where I feel like I'm supposed to be. I've never had this like, oh, maybe I could like live somewhere else or like, yeah. oh, maybe I should go try this place. Like it's always been Nashville for me. Um, I just, I love it. It just being surrounded by music is amazing. For sure. For sure. I, I've been working on a plan to come out there this summer for like a week weekend whatever but i don't want to do any of the touristy stuff i want to like whatever it, wherever it is like the locals hang out at like whatever the bars are you know i just kind of want to go do like a weekend where all i do is what the locals do and just see how i, I kind of kind of fit in you know because i feel last time i went we went down broadway and i was like okay this is way too much for me then we yeah. went to the Opry and I was like, okay, this is way too much for, you know, just like sensory overload and all that stuff. So. Yeah. There's, there's like two different Nashvilles. There's the tourist Nashville and then yeah. there's like Nashville, Nashville. Yeah. And I feel like when you live in Nashville, basically it's like Broadway. Mm -hmm. else. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Yeah. So hopefully that will make that happen. Um, yeah. So you've got a new single that by the time this airs uh, released released on Friday uh, around the bend. Uh, what's the story behind this song? Yes, I am super excited about this song. Um, I've kind of been come I've become known for like sassy songs and like heartbreak songs and things like that. So I was like, you know what? I really want to put out just a positive, happy song. And I wrote this song a little while back with my friends, Stone Eiley and Emily Kroll. And we just love the song. It's it's just a fun little country song, honestly. It's just one of those songs that I want people to just listen to on a summer day, like, you know, sitting on their patio with an iced tea or something, or like driving with the windows down, just a feel good song. Um, I produced it entirely by myself and it's, yeah, it's just, it's a fun song and I hope it makes people happy. It's all about, staying positive and just keep going is basically the whole message of the song because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow like so much can change you never know what's in store so just keep going yeah 100 percent. i agree wholeheartedly with that sentiment um you'd mentioned with this song that you had uh produced it yourself is that kind of how you see your music going moving forward or is that just something that you wanted to try for this song specifically? It definitely is. I had always at least co-produced my stuff, mm -hmm. even back when I was 15, 16. Um, and I studied music recording in college. And long story short, I was producing demos and I was producing for other artists. And then during the pandemic, 
yeah. it was either produce my own stuff or don't release stuff. Yeah. And uh, I always had it in the back of my head how cool it would be to produce my own stuff. But the pandemic kind of forced me to take that leap. And yeah. I'm actually really grateful that I did. And I love producing my own stuff. It's it's so fun to just bring stuff to life, how I hear it in my head. So I definitely plan on doing that for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> um, for and I will always, always be a producer on my stuff, even mm -hmm. if I work with some kind of co-producer or something like I'm, I'm always going to be, you know, involved in that process. For sure. Um, I, you know, you brought up an interesting point with the pandemic. I think a lot of musicians were kind of put into that, that pickle where it's like, okay, we either got to produce our own stuff or, you know, we're not releasing anything. So yeah. it, it, it's always, uh, it, it was an interesting time for a lot of musicians uh, when you started like going through that journey of like I know you mentioned that you had always like produced your own stuff even back when you were like 15 16 but just kind of going through the process of producing your own music what's the biggest hurdle you have to overcome when producing your own music the biggest hurdle would be getting out of my own head mm -hmm. um and just making sure that I come to the table with fresh ideas trying out new things and making sure that I don't get like stuck in my own little box. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So yeah. I've had to learn how to really like push myself and basically not be scared to not be good. You know what I mean? Like I have to not be afraid to use a weird sound or use a weird technique or not be afraid to like screw up, you know, just yeah. go for it, make it good until it feels right. And yeah. Yeah, that that's how you build your own like feeling and intuition about your music. Because you know, you like if you were to go to a, like a seasoned producer that's been doing it for thirty years, and you're doing a song that's flowing a certain way, and he has this idea for something crazy, like a crazy whoop, or you know, just like something that would make this uh, song separate from all the other songs out there. It you kind of trust him because he's got 30 years experience, but you producing your own music, it's just kind of like, Oh wait, am I just crazy? Or am I just, you know, just having that, um, not fear of failing kind of having the yeah. fear to not fit. Yeah. That you get what I'm saying. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's really cool that you've kind of just took a leap and now you're out here producing your own music and just kind of doing your own thing. So, yeah. Um, so kind of moving forward with the song, are you, is it a, the part, is it a part of a bigger project or are you just kind of staying singles right now? Where's your head at on that? I am working on a couple of projects actually. Okay. Um, looking at releasing an EP in the near future and also got some stuff that I'm planning that I can't really say too yeah. much about because I don't want to like say I'm going to do something and then end up not doing it, you know, but I've got some ideas for later this year that I'm also really excited about. Um, so yeah, lots of new stuff coming. Awesome. Awesome. It's, uh, it's amazing to hear, you know, having had a chance to listen to all your music, the fact that you're looking at a bigger project and then more projects after that. Um, I can't wait to hear what you got coming and all that fun stuff. So thank you. Um, for anybody that wants to listen to your music or, you know, uh, catch a live show, depending on how often you're actually, or you're playing out and all that, uh, where's the best place to find you online or get all that information? 
best place to go would be my website, which is just alyssatrahan.com. I've got links to all my music and my videos, social media, my tour dates. I've got some fun shows coming up this summer, opening for some people. So go check it out. Nice. And how often are you uh, actually playing shows? Do you play pretty consistently or are you a little bit more uh, sparse with your uh, shows? I play a bit. A lot of my shows are focused around summertime, mm -hmm. um, but I've got shows here and there and I got a bunch the rest of the year. So go check yeah. it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And before we wrap this up, uh, what's a piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? My biggest piece of advice would be be authentic, be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to sound like anybody else. Be you. Figure out who you are. Do it on purpose and don't apologize for it. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you.